Hi, beautiful. Today I wanted to share a little bit of information about anxiety. And I also wanted to talk about how Reiki can actually help you to manage anxiety. Um, not just when you're having a, an attack, like a panic attack, or when you're kind of spiraling, but also just in your day to day. So anxiety is basically the body's response to a perceived threat. So a fear-based response. Um, The definition is really broad because we all experience anxiety really differently. So um, some people might experience it as tight chest, shortness in breath, a looping cycle of thoughts, stomach aches, restless legs, or even like having a quick temper or short temper. Um, They are just some of the symptoms of anxiety, but we all have this unique experience with it. And because of that reason, the way we manage it is going to be really unique to you as well. And the best person to find how to manage it is you. So why does it affect us so much? Well, basically, the reason that anxiety can really um, affect us is because it's a learned behavior. Okay, so since you were in the womb, you have started responding to experiences. And all these experiences are stored within you, within your body, So remembering that your body is made up of over 99% energy, so it's not just the physical matter, but it's energy, every response to an experience that has had either a super positive or super negative charge to it is going to be stored in your body. So basically, if something has made you really, really happy or really, really sad, it's like stored in your body. Um... And we remember these things. We remember these experiences. We remember them so that in future, we know how to react and we know if something is dangerous to us or not. Because your body's only objective is purely to survive. So if it's threatened, it's going to run the other way or it's going to freeze uh, or it's going to do something else. It's going to have a, a, a response to that particular trauma. So it's our body's natural way of just responding to a threat. Okay. So some people will experience anxiety um, when they are, when there is a similar pattern to what they have experienced before. So let's say, for example, um, you know, you've been in a situation where you feel threatened and it's a very similar kind of experience that you had when you were a child or that you've had in the past at some point in your life, you're going to react in a very similar way. Like your body is going to react in the same way. It might not even be um, logical for you. It may not even, you know, make any sense to you. And it might not even be something you're conscious of, but I promise you that your body remembers this stuff. So it's just responding because it it's thinking that the same thing is happening. It's like a remembrance. 
So then how do we manage it? (laughs) Well, basically, I talked about it being really unique at the start of this and it's really, really important that we understand what is the fundamental cause or the trigger of the anxiety. It always has something to do with feeling unsafe because it's a perceived threat. It's it's fear-based. So what we want to ensure is that we have some idea about why we're feeling perceived threat, why we feel unsafe in that particular um, experience and what has happened in the past to make us feel that way. So usually this um, feeling of, you know, feeling unsafe is linked to a limiting belief and that's where the uniqueness comes into it. So, um, and when I say limiting belief, it's not always as simple as just a straightforward, oh, I'm I am unworthy or something like that, or I don't, I'm not enough. Um, It can be actually quite complex. And again, it doesn't make any logical sense usually, like when you say it out loud or when it's understood, um, it, it doesn't always make logical sense, but it's very, very real and it is very, very true. So it's important that you don't shame yourself about it or that you, um, you know, think that it's just going to go away because it doesn't make any sense or it's illogical. Um, it's most important that you show up with compassion for yourself and love and really honour that this is very, this is your truth right now. This is true, a true experience for you. Um, so thinking about, uh, I want to give you three examples of, how a limiting belief can cause anxiousness. Okay, so these are three different client examples. So the first one is one client believes she's unsafe when she is not in control. So whenever she feels herself out of control of the situation, <coughs> she begins to feel anxiousness. You know, and this will show up in some of those symptoms that I talked about. So um, in that particular instance, it's about working with the fact that can, when she's out of control, that's what causes her to feel unsafe. So it's about her understanding when she's in control, when she's not in control and what's actually happening there. Um, another client believes she's unsafe in a happy and healthy relationship. Okay. Um, so now that she's in one... <laughs> She's actually in a beautiful relationship now. She doesn't feel worthy of it, so she's sabotaging it. And because she's she doesn't physically sabotage it or anything like that, but what she does is that she starts looping, looping thoughts, starts thinking stuff, starts OC, you know, the OCD kind of thoughts. Um, she gets really, really anxious in her body, feels it in her body as well. Um thinking really bad things are going to happen, all of that sort of stuff. So that happy and healthy relationship makes her feel unsafe because she's never experienced that before, right? Her comfort is being in a relationship where she's treated not so nicely. And the other client, her comfort zone is when she's in control, And the third one has to do with money. So money can often be 
um, a trigger for anxiety. So this particular client, money makes her feel unsafe when she actually receives large sums of money. And the way her anxiety shows up is that she starts to get rid of it. She doesn't want it. And she doesn't consciously do it, but she um, she notices that this is a pattern that she has. So she feels anxious, so she quickly finds ways to spend it or to use it. And again, this is based on, on a belief that she's irresponsible with money. Not just with money, but she, she's been told since she was young that she was irresponsible. So this is her belief. So you can see that all of them are really different and they affect different areas of the life. Um, anxiety can show up and affect us in all areas of our life, every single one. So it's really important, again, that we understand that it's unique to us and only ourselves really are the best person to try and manage it and to try and really understand where it comes from and then how we can move forward with it. Okay, so one of the things that I love to do is Reiki, obviously, but using Reiki practice, a self-practice to actually connect with the anxiousness. So remembering that, as I said earlier, your body has so much wisdom So if you connect with Reiki and allow yourself just to be held in that vibration, as if you're doing just starting off your self-practice, then once you're in there and you feel unconditional love and, you know, that support, you can then shift your focus to something that has triggered your anxiety recently. Then identify where you feel it in your body. How does it show up and where? And ask this part of your body what is happening and why it feels the way it does. You might even say, why do you feel unsafe? Just be guided by it. So certain words, certain things might come up and just totally be guided by it. And remember that you don't have to go. You, for, you know, you can stop whenever you want to stop exploring this. Um, you're always in total control of this practice. And you can just come back to the unconditional love of Reiki. Just keep reminding yourself you're safe and you're okay all the time whenever you feel like you need to. You can hold on to a crystal as well just to amplify this practice and the crystal can help you feel safe as well. You might want to say something to help yourself as well to counter the anxiousness like I'm in control or I'm loved Um, I'm enough, that kind of thing. So basically, that's just a beautiful way to manage it and to try and understand it a little bit better. So you can see that um, once you've got this awareness, then you can start doing the work to try and move and shift these old limiting beliefs and move to finding beliefs that are going to help support you and finding evidence in your life, in your day-to-day, and finding people that are going to help support your new narrative, your new, your new thoughts, your new beliefs, a life that you really want to co-create. Because up until now, what's been happening is you're living a life based on fear. 
And when we're based on, when we're living a life based on fear, our day-to-day actions are contracting. They're scarce. So now it's about moving into a life based on expansion and love where we can make conscious choices and really start living a life that we want. I hope you've enjoyed this and um, I hope you enjoy doing the practice. Just always remember that no part of you needs to be ignored. Every part of you holds so much wisdom about who you truly are and why you're here. 